0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, and I'm happy to be back with you folks at this time. We're bringing you a series of messages on uh, blood redemption. Doesn't that whet your appetite? Did you know without the blood, there's no salvation? We're we're saved by the blood, my friend. Oh, I have folks make fun of the blood, bloody religion, they call it. But we're going to go on. That doesn't deter the Old Trailblazer. And... uh, I'm just going to keep on as long as the Lord gives me grace and strength. And I asked you to pray for me. And uh, as you go to prayer uh, at your, your church where you go, ask the, ask the prayer leader to pray for the old trailblazer. And said he's an old sinner saved by grace, but he, he'd like for you to pray for him. And then pray for my congregation here. Many of them are not saved, they tell me. So I'm asking you to pray for me and help me with the broadcast if you possibly can. We are bringing you a series of studies on blood redemption. And today, at this time, we're going to begin a section speaking about Jehovah-Jireh. You ever heard that expression? Jehovah-Jireh, over there in Genesis 22, that means the Lord will supply. The Lord will furnish all that you need, my friend. That's what the Lord uh, was dealing with Abraham. We're going to look at that coming up in our study. We've been bringing you these messages, in you know, old trailblazer. Oftentimes, I get carried away and kind of get wound up. I want to slow down. Maybe you have difficulty hearing, and uh, but this is Pastor Pendarvis, Albert Pendarvis, and uh, folks want to know how to spell my name. is P-E-N-D-A-R-V-I-S, three little syllables, Pendarvis, and that's the old trailblazer. But we're looking at this series now on blood redemption, and we're going there in uh, uh, Jehovah Jireh is our subject. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide himself an offering. If it wasn't for that, my friend, nobody would be saved. Are you saved? Are are you washed in the blood? Has Jehovah Jireh uh, 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 furnished what you needed, my friend? The Lord will supply. Listen, Jehovah Jireh. Our study is found there in the 22nd chapter of Genesis. If you want to get your Bible and uh, open there for our study, (coughs) When the man, when man left the tree of life, listen, which was in the midst of the garden, he turned to the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which he was forbidden to eat. He left a life of utter dependence upon God and turned to a life of self-sufficiency by which he became a God unto himself. Now, how many folks do I know and you know that are depending on self-sufficiency? I tell folks all the time in our messages here over the radio and through the wherever, the Lord, the Lord won't have anything that you put up. The Lord won't accept your righteousness. I have folks who tell me they haven't missed a church service in 40 years. I had this one lady tell me that she hadn't sinned in 40 years, banking on that to get her to heaven. And I never asked her, but she's about 60 years old. And I, I thought to myself, what about those sins before she started doing that? My friend, the Lord doesn't want your self-righteousness. No, he won't have it. But listen, listen. For the man to get back to God after he had left the tree, he must come by the way of of the altar to the place of death through substitution which God provides. He must die to all of his rebellion, to all of his disobedience, to his pride, to his self-sufficiency. And I know this sounds maybe far-fetched and way off out there somewhere. But my friend, let me just let me just stop. He must die to all his rebellion. Did you know that man is, re- is a rebellious creature? The Scripture says he goes astray as soon as he be born, speaking lies. I think so much about the prodigal son. He was a fine young man, came up there in a fine home. But one day he told his father, said, Father, give me all that I got coming. I'm out of here. In the, in the vernacular of today's young people, he said, I'm out of here. I'm out of here, Paul. I'm out of here. Give me all I got coming. I'm out of here. Full of rebellion. That has to go, my friend. That has to go. All that has to go. And his disobedience, that young man disobeyed his father. He knew. He knew better than that. Most Most folks know Uh, what sin is most folks know that sin God hates sin did you know the Lord hates sin s-i-n oh but listen and pride oh pride goeth before fall the scripture says self-sufficiency how many do I know how many children come up in the world and they become self-sufficient. You ever see a little old toddler, you try to teach him how to tie his shoes, and he pushes your hands away, and wants you. To, he wants to tie them himself? Not able to, but he thinks he is. He thinks he's self-sufficient. Just so what a gracious illustration that is of a sinner pushing the Lord's hands back and saying, I'll save myself. I, I have enough righteousness. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll dip soup. I'll make quilts for the homeless. I'll do that. Or I'll preach. A lot of folks think just because a man's a preacher that he's going to heaven. Oh, my friend. Uh, There'll be plenty of folks there at the judgment who uh, stood up in front of folks and uh, proclaimed himself to be a pastor. And then his dependence upon himself has to go. All that has to go. I'll tell you, my friend, man has to come down, don't he? He has to come down. All of his love for sin must be put to death. Is 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 there is there a, a, a love in your life just for sin? Anything is sinful. Oh, but listen, listen, and uh, and the purpose of sin hidden from him, he must come to the Lord utterly, utterly at His mercy and completely dependent upon Him through His substitute, through His substitute. The only hope I have today, my friend. Yeah, many of you folks think the old trailblazer is uh, so so. God, is somebody come? No, no, no. The old trailblazer just an old sinner, dependent upon the Lord. I have folks ask me uh, here at our church. First Baptist Church of Algiers. We're just a poor old country church. We don't have any affiliation with any hierarchy places. And Pastor Shelton said the only reason we were Baptist is cause that was on the name, name was on the door when he began to preach here. So we just followed that. But I have folks where I ask me, they come in here to the bookstore or at the service, and they say, are y'all independent Baptists? I say, no, ma'am, and no, sir. We're the most dependent people you ever saw. We're dependent upon the Lord Jesus Christ for all of his blessing. We're not dependent upon some nomination, denomination of some uh, hard shell, soft shell, primitive. Uh, oh, we're not dependent on those things, no. We're not affiliated with those things. We call ourselves a bunch of old sinners saved by grace. We preach the fundamentals of God, surely. We preach the old doctrines of God, and I wish you'd write me. I'll send you a list of what we most surely believe here at the Old Trailblazer. And I may read that to you in our next message and just give you a little gist of it because we're just old sinners saved by grace. But that man coming to Christ, uh, he cannot be saved apart uh, from a substitute. Hebrews 10, 18 and 10:19 19, 19 says, "Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest. How? How can you can you complete that verse by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which He has consecrated or opened for us through the veil, that is to say, His flesh, His flesh. Let me mention that. Speaking about the veil, that makes me think. You know, when the Lord was crucified there on the cross." When he gave up the ghost, it says, the scripture says that the veil in the chapel, in the temple, was rent in two. It was rent in two. I've heard uh, educated people say that when the Lord left the cross, his spirit left the cross, he went through the temple, went through the tabernacle, and took his hand and rent that veil, split it. Up until then, you couldn't go in there. The average individual couldn't go behind a veil. Just like the average individual, now we come to Christ. We come to the Lord through Christ. Well, that veil was rent in twain, and after that day, it's always been where folks could go in there. But that's what the Lord did, my friend. Speaking of the veil, the storm center of Satan's battleground has always been against God's divine substitute for sinners. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Satan... Satan is a a bitter enemy of our blessed Lord. The battle today is being fought around the deity, the virgin birth, and the substitutionary death of Christ on the cross as God's divine substitute. There's never been another time uh, in in my life that I haven't appreciated Christ as my substitute, as my hiding place. Oh, my friend, as my covert from the tempest. You know what a covert is? That's a place where you can hide from the storms of life. It's a it, it makes mention of the of the ocean, the sea there where there's a where there where there, you you see that picture sometimes in the bookstore of this little little bird hidden away up there in a crack somewhere in a boulder and the storm outside raging. Oh, my friend, listen, but that's what the Lord does and uh and 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 I'm not going to leave one thing uh uncontested about the deity and the virgin birth and the substitute and death. That's God's only provision for a lost sinner. That's the only hope we have, my friend. I told my congregation here the other night, I said, if you know another way to get saved, let me know. Let me know. I don't know but one way. The Bible only speaks of one way, and that's through, by and through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, through his righteousness, not ours. It's through his blood. Been sprinkled. Has, has the blood ever been applied to your heart, my friend? You say, "Well, I get tired of you talking about the blood." Well, my friend, we're gonna keep on talking about it because the Lord said, "When I see the blood, I pass over you. When I see the blood, I pass over you." And we sing those old blood songs here. Ever, most ever every church I've gone in lately to a funeral or something. I look in the song book. I can't find those blood songs. All I can find in there is what a friend we have in Jesus and amazing grace. Those two old standbys. But my friend, we sang washed in the blood, covered by the blood, saved by the blood, all of those. And we have nine CDs with a lot of those old blood songs on them. If you write me, I'll quote you a price on them. And a whole set of nine of them. But our late choir, we used to have a beautiful choir. Oh my friend, there wasn't any, uh, wasn't any high, high big U's and little eyes and big eyes and little U's there. No, there were just a bunch of old sinners uh, that the Lord give beautiful voices to, and we still play their song on our broadcast every Sunday morning, and uh, inter, inter, introducing our broadcast. But I'll send you, you, you write me. I'll send you a list of all the songs that's on them. But it's the blood that makes a difference, my friend. And we're going to get back. We're just getting started. I promise you, I'm going to slow down. And uh, I'll do that in our next next lesson. We're gonna be looking at blood redemption uh, under the old under our theme in the Old Testament, and we're gonna look at Jehovah Jireh. Oh, my friend, I love that I love that text, Jehovah Jireh. Somebody asked me one day, I said, "What does that mean?" I said, "It means God will provide." That's what Abraham told Isaac. Isaac looked around and he said, "Father, father, here's a here's a." The wood, and here's the fire, and here's the altar, but where is the sacrifice? And Abraham said, Jehovah-Jireh, the Lord will provide. And you know the story. He looked up there. He took Isaac and bound him and put him on the altar, and he looked up, and he said he saw a ram caught in the thicket. That's just exactly how close you and I come to going out into eternity, my friend. We found one day that we could trust the Lord. Are you trusting the Lord this morning, tonight, today? Are you? Are you trusting the Lord? Or are you just on a decision for Jesus? Are you just shook some preacher's hand? That's not salvation, my friend. Speaking in tongues, that's not salvation. Oh, but the old trailblazer running out of time, and I wish you would write me, let me hear from you. Help me with the broadcast a little if you can, and then we want to stay on this station if we possibly can. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785 in my phone number here is area code 225-664-8658 you can call me here we put your tithe and your offering on the credit card send you a receipt for it if you'd like to do that makes it a lot easier for some of our folks who are shut in and can't get out to the post office but if you would remember me pray for me until next time goodbye and god bless you